What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is the Rugged Arts. So what's up, dude? Living a life, man. Yeah? I heard, uh, heard you've been out in the woods, taking your bow for a nature hike again. Yeah. Uh, I did. Well, so, early season, right? Yeah, yeah. It just happened for archery. It's come and gone already. Mm-hmm. But the lead up to it was, uh, I work with a guy in Fredrickson here, uh, who has some property out in the Roy area. Yeah. Okay. And, um, the road that he's on, this little easement road, is the only road to get to this six acre piece of public land that is like landlocked by timber timber companies no hunting areas right so on top of that it's uh aptly placed or like you know like it's i wouldn't say strategically placed because nobody did this like thinking about it you right. know intentionally it just kind of happenstance that the uh, wilcox farms are out there too oh nice yeah so the elk come down from the hills and graze on the Wilcox farm at night. Mm-hmm. And then they go back up in the morning. So, uh, uh, and we've got tons of video because I put a camera out, right? We've got tons of video of elk passing through. A couple of five by, like a five by six and then a six by six and a couple like spikes, bunch of cows. So I was like super stoked to put my tent out, you know, the little camouflage Mm -hmm. thing that you gave me. And, you know, we were doing a feed plot and everything. It was looking really good. Yeah. All the way up to the day. Right? Okay. And I was there every weekend during early season, which is like two weekends. But nothing. Really? They didn't come through (laughs) once while I was in there. And I would, Jesus. you know how I am. If yeah, I get yeah. on a sit in an area that's good, I'll sit all day. Drives me nuts, but it's effective. It does work mm-hmm. sometimes. And they just wouldn't come in. It was really frustrating because the last weekend I went, they, on the camera, they were there every day, every day, every day, every day. And then, so like, I was there on a Saturday, Friday before, they were there. It looked like it was part of their routine. Mm-hmm. All weekend, not there. Just, when did like, you go in to sit? super lame. Oh, I would go in before light. Well, of course, but... About an hour before. So I don't know how fast they're moving through that area, but it may have been that... They they linger. Of course, yeah. They'd be on camera for about an hour or two in that area. So it may have just been that you spooked them coming in. But they come in from the field, okay? And you came in from... I came in in front of them, right? And was there in the dark waiting and on camera I would be basically there two hours before their scheduled arrival gotcha and they they wouldn't show huh and then conversely in the evening I'd be there two or three hours before nothing I'm just like what? well that's just because they get the reg books and they know yeah the they public get, lands now open so yeah. they take the detour around the dude that's what it seemed like <laughs> that's what it seemed like so like we're I'm trying to I wasn't trying to sit the whole time. I was, like, getting very frustrated. So I would get up and 
kind of walk the the property line if you will to mm -hmm. see like what the traffic was man i'd be jumping deer all the time i took a shot at a two point nice came into 12 yards and you missed and i missed and i'll tell you why i had been ranging the area leading up to this moment getting my layout setting my dial mm -hmm. right my single pin mover for the idea that i was going to have this massive body to shoot at right so i thought okay if it you know i set my dial i think it was like 25 yards okay okay and i'm thinking okay anything comes in to 20 or closer i'm gonna nail it anything's at 30 35 i'm gonna nail it sure because my arrow drop isn't gonna be so massive yeah, a couple inches so i'm not gonna have to move my dial that was my thought mm -hmm. right okay it's getting dusk it's almost dark i can barely see my pin right and i can hear something coming in i'm thinking it's an elk right i can hear something coming in but it's coming in in the brush like i can see i got a clearing to my left i got a clearing to my right it's coming in in the brush it's getting so close i'm like i should see this thing it's a dang ghost animal right like it should be right here i can hear it right here and then out pops this little deer and i'm like oh okay little 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 two-point buck the last day so I'm like okay this is going down mm -hmm. so I draw back without thinking about it without put thinking the about right the fact that it. he's at 12 yards I put my pin right on him <laughs> shot right over his back <laughs> he ducks turns runs like three yards back turns again stops is staring at me behind a bush I know is 22 yards because I've ranged it earlier but he's on the other side of it full frontal yeah kind of hunched down mm -hmm. so I can't really see his chest very well I'm like man I could probably nail this shot so I'm like I go to now it's so dark that I turn my bow to the side to see my sight tape yeah yeah because I, I miss now I know I'm off right I can't even see the numbers on my sight tape uh, so I'm like, that, man. oh man yeah, I'm getting into that questionable right yeah. so I'm like I can see my pin in my housing I know that if I top it out I'm at 20 okay and he's at 22, so I top it out and then I crank it down a little bit, but I don't know exactly what it's at, right? I can see my pin, but then I go to full draw. It's gone. Gone. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's too dark. It's oh, like, I, I can't take this shot. I, I don't know how far beyond this bush he is or how thick the bush is, even though I can see him through the bush. I know it's thin. Well, and we should clarify, you're in a rather wooded area, so I mean... It's, I'm assuming it's still legal shooting hours. It's just you're in a darker yeah, area. Yeah, you know how it is. Like, yeah. when it gets dusk, man, like, I'm still... I was, like, 10 minutes from last legal time. Right. But, you know, when that sun starts to fade behind the trees, it get, it looks later than it is. So I got to shoot black gold and things stay bright, man. <laughs> That's what I have. <laughs> it's a black gold. Yeah, but you have a target sight. I mean, I have an, a 19,000s pin. In a target housing, in a target setup anyway <sighs> anyway no, so it's a good segue though because i've got this little pet peeve right the single pin mover there are a couple out there that are designed hunting sites right they're not really supposed they're not designed to be used as like a target setup right so those we're going to exclude those from this particular conversation but the ones that are using a, you know, a single pin target site to go hunting it's not made for that you know it's not it's not designed to be in the deepest darks or the brightest brights it's not designed to be 
you know, quickly adjusted on the fly. Like, it's not what the site's made for. Sure. You know, now there are other ones that move. Like you say, you got like a two pin with a third pin floater. No, Those well, are. And that's what this was originally. The okay. CSN Verdict. Oh, okay. Right? So I took out all, because I don't like all the noise. Now, I'm going to, uh, what's funny is the visual noise. Yeah, yeah, I got you. With the extra pins. Okay, but. Dude, that whole timing thing, man. Like you're saying, I didn't have time to adjust. I would have preferred to have like three pins or four pins. Right. Right? So. You can leave your 20 and your 30 alone and then. This is what I'm segueing into is I'm going to sell the site <laughs> and get an option four. Well, why don't you just put your other two pins back in? I, I mean, I could do that, but here's why I like the option four. Because. If I put the yet. other two pins in there, mm -hmm. right, then I have all the visual noise when I'm target shooting, like a 3D competition outdoors. I don't want all that. I just want a single pin. The option four is nice because it's got the sight that flips off to the side. Oh, so yeah. you flip it in your hunting mode. Yep. You flip it open your target mode because you got the single pin and it's a mover. Could be fun. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, that's what I need. Let's see, I, I'm brand new to the target world. As we, as our listeners know, you know, and so I've been learning to use that single pin and I actually find it, I find it good. I, I like it that I can set the pin to the yardage I think it is and just hold pin dead steady. Right. Like that's really nice, but I miss the noise. Right. Because I've used that noise as yardage guessers in the past. Sure. I know that a, a, you know, elk target at 50 yards should fit between these pins. If it doesn't, it's further. Sure. You know, et cetera. So I've actually found that it's harder to get used to using that single pin than I expected. Yeah. But I wanted to, I wanted to take this moment for real quick because you, you've, you've sat here for a few minutes now and wound a, a pretty detailed story. Right. And you've taken, you've taken what, you know, someone like me might've gone, well, I went hunting. I didn't see anything. I shot at one that I missed. And it sucked, you know, and you've taken that story and turned it into an actual story something listenable, right? Something that engages the audience, or at least I hope it did. And I think that's why your, your segue into books is working right into written format, right? Because you have a way of telling stories that draws you in and gives you a lot of detail about what's happening. And, uh, I think it's a good way to move on to talking about uh, the book sales. So I can't really uh, see the book sales quite yet because it was pre-sale. Which is infuriating. Right? Those, so those numbers aren't in yet. And it is frustrating. It's, it's whatever. I know we've sold probably at least, probably 40 or 50 books. Nice. At least. It's a good start. That would be my guess. Uh... The cool thing is, is today is October 13th. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is today is the last day of the pre-sale period is supposed to end today. Okay. So if you go onto Amazon right now, it may still say pre-sale period, but it ends today, which means whether you buy the book today or tomorrow, the earliest you're going to get it is the 26th. But still, I mean, that's, it's in production now. It's I believe. I'll have to double check that. But still, we're, today or tomorrow, I mean, semantics. By the time people are listening to this, it'll be, quote, tomorrow. So. Yeah, I'm going to try and post this tonight. No, I know. But yeah. 
when yeah, people yeah, yeah. get around to listening to it. Oh yeah, I see what you're so, saying. Sure. But yeah, I mean, it, it. So it's out there. It's live, right? It's it's mm-hmm. not the pregame anymore. You can do it. And here soon, we should, you know, you should be able to get it in hand. And also, uh, some of the reviews should be coming back because I know you've sent out the book. Yeah, actually, I was talking to a guy at work. It was really funny because <laughs> he reads through Kindle. Right. Yeah. So I said, oh, well, it's Kindle format. And he was like, oh, so he looked it up on his phone and uh, he's like, oh, it's got a review. Nice. I said, yeah, I wrote it. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted it to have a review. You know, sure. it's just the Something. first. Yeah. It's like it's like running for president. You're going to vote for yourself. Why wouldn't you? That's just dumb if you don't. You're right. So anyway, that's like the one guaranteed vote. Press one you five know? star you're gonna get. Yeah, so at least <laughs> at least one person thinks it's worth a read. That's me. I, I you know I wrote it. But whatever. Anyways, uh, so we laughed about that, and and he said he was gonna read it and write a review. I'm like, cool. Nice. So I said I get at least three stars for working with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nice. anyways, so yeah, pre-sale period ends today, um, and that's exciting. I have sent books out to, I sent one out to Aaron Snyder. But since I don't have Aaron Sider's like direct mail, I mm-hmm. uh, sent it to Kuyu or uh, Kafaru, yeah. the headquarters. There you go. Um, oh, that might same be better. Thing, same thing with Steven Ranella. I sent it to the Meat Eater uh, headquarters. Um, I sent one to Donnie Vincent. I was actually able to get in touch. He's got like an actual like email account. Mm-hmm. It's not super extravagant. It's just you know Donnie Vincent, uh, whatever. But um, you can look it up if you're a fan. Right. Um, but they're really quick to get back to me. Oh, nice. And gave me a good mailing address to send it to. So he's got one. Um, and I'm dropping a bunch off at Archer World next week on Tuesday. Um, so, oh, that was supposed to be a surprise. I guess it's not a surprise anymore. What surprise! But, surprise! Uh, you know what you're getting now because I, I told the people who's, who's getting one, you know, like, hey, I'm dropping something off at the shop for you, so... And so oh, I'm doing like, it on Tuesday. It's these gifts night, or so these ones that there. people can come by? No, no, no. So, like, one's for Joe and Megan. Yeah, okay. One's for Joel and Bodie. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, three of them are gifts. I will say that. Yeah, of course. One's for Ryan, yeah. the store manager. Yeah, he can buy one. <laughs> uh, one's for Jeff Hines for uh, letting us borrow that hooker release. Oh, yep. And one is for uh, Eddie Blankenship because he gave me an awesome deal on those Vortex binos. Yeah, you did. So, um, anyways, I still have a couple books. I think I have like five books left. So, just so you know, uh, the way that this marketing works is you actually have to sell a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> no, I gave I gave three or four to uh, Neil O'Connell at O'Connell Archery. Oh, yeah, he's selling and them? He's been selling them. Nice. Not like... They're not flying off the shelf, but he sold a couple. Nice. So. So he'll put in another order for some more, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? If you're listening. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's great, man. I, I'm super excited. And really, it's just the, uh, you know, obviously for you, your point of view is a little bit different than my point of view, I suppose. But for me, it's about, you know, writing a book. I mean, sure, there's plenty of authors out there, but it's, it's, a, it's. A low percentage of the population, you know, you're kind of a one percenter here where you uh, published author and what have you. And I think it's cool to be part of that creative process and bringing something into the world that's going to be semi-permanent. Oh, I mean, it's permanent. I mean, it's, you can't take away the fact that I wrote it, no. that it's published. 
Right. I actually got hit up by some company called Ecom Rocket. They like, I don't know, they like advert. They help you advertise your product, whatever it may be. Yeah. And they hit me up, and uh, I don't know where that's gonna go, but hopefully they're not gonna ask me for money, because <laughs> I'm not putting any more money into marketing. Uh, I hit. I I did spend a little bit of money on. Uh, uh, an Instagram account that a gal does book reviews. Oh, you did? Yeah. And so that it was fairly cheap. It was like 40 bucks. Still. It's so. Investment. I mean, it's marketing's one of those areas that you, you have to spend money, you know. It's just if you want people to see it. Yeah, and that's you know, a, you know so I'm trying to use the the Instagram and the Facebook and you know, whatever we can um to to get it out there beyond like just word of mouth like locals yeah yeah um so i've got a couple of guys in the military that you know i told them about it and they're like oh pass the word on and um i actually i have a friend uh out in montesano who she's like very supportive she bought four books nice so she could like share them around work or give them these gifts or whatever and exactly. I'm like that's cool so that's helpful. Yeah, it is. So I know we sold for sure eight books. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones I know uh, were pending sales. Like people have told me they're gonna buy it, so I'm just kind of like adding them up in my head. Like, okay, it's it about forty or fifty people. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Well, hopefully word got out there. Hopefully some of the you know we've done a bunch of posts on it with a bunch of links to Amazon and other mm-hmm. places. So hopefully people are getting the word. Yeah. Uh, so we're move, moving forward, um, I don't know. The Arch- 3D season's kind of dead for right now. 3D season's dead, but Archer World's doing that indoor classic that they do in December. So yeah. if you're interested in doing a three-spot, if you're interested in doing a three-spot indoor event, um, Archer World's got one. It's great. We did it last year. It was at three locations. This year, it's only going to be at one location, which will make it easier. Uh, to a certain degree, um, so that's our our miniature co-host in the back seat. You guys can probably hear her cooing and guying in the back. She's got a little to say. Mm-hmm. That's like a double entendre because she is little and she doesn't talk much, so she's got like. I don't think you know a, what the little phrase to say. double entendre that, actually means. No, not double entendre? Yeah, what is that's that? that's not the right one. That's not the right one? Yeah. What is it? That's where you're saying something, but its other meaning is something dirty. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That doesn't no, apply no, no. to my 18 months old. This is, uh, what's the old? other one? Where it's like, uh, uh, oh, man, I can't even think of it. <laughs> I know, I'm going right to let you drown, too. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, I think it's like, you know, it, it's, the registration is a bit steep. Now, I don't play a lot of indoors, so I don't know if that's it's industry standard. It's like 80 yeah. bucks for one day. Possibly two days of shooting, if you top sixteen it, um, or that's the format they did last year. Yeah, I don't know what that format's going to yeah. look like. I think, if I remember correctly, it's based on the number of applicants. Applicants, you know. So if, if we have a higher number of applicants, then we'll have more shooters. Have a better day chance two. of making it yeah. to day two, sure. And, and so it is a lot out front, but the payout's better. It's. I mean, there's thousands of dollars they're paying out for. If you total it all up, yeah. Yeah, it's th- total between I mean, all the classes. What did Bodie but... get last year? It was like thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, good for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the payout's higher. So, I mean, your 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 risk reward is better. You know, you go to a three D shoot, you, you're gonna spend twenty five, thirty bucks for two days of shooting. 
with no payout. Yeah, the in in a lot of 3D events, there's no financial payout. Right. There unless, are a unless you're doing like the sanctioned events, then there's actual. Yeah, but that's payout. yeah. We don't do those here though. No. Which is too bad. I'd like to see a few hosted. Like Reading, they they make money at Reading. Is there payouts in Reading? I believe so. I've never known anyone that's gotten close yeah. enough to worry about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. At the very least, like the sponsored shooters, like if they win, then they'll get like sponsorship payout because well, it's on the list. Yeah. So, so. Right on. Yeah. Late. So that's what's coming up as far as like target shooting. Archer World in December. Register now online. Yep. Um, I don't know of anything else because everybody's hunting. Yeah. You know, if they're not doing uh, archery or black powder or modern, it's moving into October. So people are going to be doing bird hunting. Um, like the guys from Ridgeline hunting, they're going to be bird hunting. Um, so you're ducks you know, people are fishing. Soon. There's just a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah. So it's not really a surprise. Late season for me, what does that look like? Am I going to go back to that property? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of elk. It's really fun to drive past the fields. Yep. At, you know, uh, I was driving by at like three in the morning and they're all ripping. Really? They're all bugling. It's just super dope. At least they were early season. It's super dope. And you can like the little uh, buildings, right? You look at the buildings and as you're driving by, you can see the silhouettes of the animals. Just tons of animals. You're nice. just like, what? I kind of feel like you should go in the night before, you know, at two hours or so till dusk, right? Back a sleeping bag. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no. At dusk. Dawn dusk. is in the morning. Dusk is in the afternoon. Correct. Okay. Go in the night before. At dusk, the evening. You sleep in late yeah, season? Yeah, man. When it's winter? You're high. You should, that's what you should have done during early season. Been I'm asleep not, and just look, been I, there. I'm, You're coming in, I think, I'm is what's not cooking set up. up for that. Look at this. I don't have any insulation. Hold on a sec. <laughs> I don't have any insulation on my body. I would turn into a popsicle. That's what they I got to sleep in, for? Uh, yeah, I got it, but. See? I got no one to snuggle with. Maybe I'll come out. Who knows? Is that your phone? You didn't yeah. silence your phone? I did. Really? Not. You're the worst. Yep. So, what do you got going on? Man, uh, just the 3D and Target game right now. I got the Invicta that I've got zero time to shoot, and so I haven't shot it since Bonanza. That's last year's bow. You got the new one, right? Oh, don't start with me right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to, like, just as soon as I start seeing a new bow, I just whip past it on the feed. Like, no. It took so long to get it, but if I ordered this one, the next year's model would be out by the time I got it. Whatever. But you know me. I, I run bows till they're obsolete. You know, my yeah. last bow lasted me, what, 11 years, 12 years? You still have it. Yeah. Oh, I still have it. I love that bow. Yeah. That thing. Now, I'll be honest. It's it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a shock going to that competition bow that's, you know, lighter poundage. It's 60 pounds, you know, and it's slow. By comparison, it's fast for a target. Oh, you mean bow. the arrow coming off the string? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, it's it's. I haven't chronoed it yet, but if it's over, you know, two eighty five, I'll be surprised. But I'm used to like three ten. Yeah. Three oh seven, something right. like that. So, it was it was on Bonanza shooting that thing. It was just watching that arc and the drop, and I'm like, "Ooh, is it gonna get there?" And it does, but although that 
zero I had to take because I shot the wolf in the neck because I couldn't get under the neck to hit the target behind it. Yeah, dude. That one, that was, and again, yeah, that's, that's rough. knowing your equipment, right? Knowing if you can even make the shot or knowing, okay, maybe I need to shoot it, you know, for a five just to get points down low because I know my arc won't make the, mm-hmm. but I don't. Or dropping down to your knees. Yep, that would have done the trick. You, you know? would have totally made it if you'd have done that. Probably. Because you're like eight foot tall, you big Something Sasquatch. Like that, yeah. So. But, I mean, just learning. And I think that's a lot of the fun in switching to a new bow is that learning curve. Because then it's, it takes the mundane routineness of shooting your bow out of it. Yeah. Now, every shot, I got to think about it again. I can't just, oh, I know what it'll do. It'll get in, it'll get in there. I don't know if it'll get in there. I hope so. You know, so then you have to think and you have to plan more. It's really fun. Um, to try and get a, I don't know. I don't know if I'm shooting the, uh, the, uh, Archer World Classic or not. Having had, really? yeah, having had zero time to practice, like. I'm thinking about shooting it with my bow, with my hunting bow. Your hunting bow set up? Thinking about it. Eddie, Eddie was like, why do you think you shoot it better? You shoot better with that than your target bow? And I'm like, yeah, not necessarily. Like, he's like, well, take them both to the range. And shoot both and see which one scores better and shoot that. I'm like, that's not a bad idea. I think I think it's, you know, you got to be careful, though. It's catch-22 because, like, yeah, the guys shooting target bows are going to be shooting 300s with X count as who's going to be winning, right? And so if you don't shoot 300s, you mean you're not there. But. Yeah, if you don't the, shoot a 300, you're not even making day two. Well, I don't know. I mean, Is that what you're saying? I shot a, yeah, basically. No, not three. You can make day two without shooting I mean, 300, but the guys made, that are winning are. You know, I only went to two venues. I made the shoot down both. Well, I made the, I call off. it the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made the semifinals both locations. Yeah. But all those people are going to coalesce into one spot one day. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be brutal. So, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You need to be shooting, you know, oh, good Lord, 297 or above. Yeah. You know, four, and it's a 600, so. It's a 600, Double yeah. that. You can be down maybe six points and still make the lists, I think. I was down, I think, for the 600 round. I'm trying to remember what I shot. It was like a 593 or something like that. I don't. And I was, I I like, the last person in. So yeah, like, I don't remember. but my point is like with bow hunter, you'd think, oh man, the scores will be lower. They're not. It's two ninety eight. Yeah. You know, they're dropping one or two points with a bow hunter setup versus no points dropped with the free. St- so it's still a really tight battle. Yeah. You just have a smaller field to fight. Yeah. So. I thought about it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna take both I'll, bows to the shop and shoot them, and maybe I'll bolt see, my, see how uh, I pan out. Because the only difference is uh, glass. Well, you can't have a eight, a 36-inch bar. Yeah, you can. In Bowhunter Freestyle? Yep. Really? The only thing you can't have, you can't move your sight once the competition starts. Right. And you can't have glass. So if you shoot no glass, and you can have your mover sight, provided you don't touch it. Right. I do remember that. I do remember the no glass part. I just so don't, it's I don't remember the... Freestyle without magnification. Right. And well, I guess the ability to adjust if need be, but right. Because let's face it, if you're up there shooting and you know you're just constantly at that upper part of the X ring, a click or two will cement you real nicely. And if you can't do it, yeah. So I, I, I've been tempted to just take the. But I'll tell you, once you've gotten used to having that target zoomed in and being able to really 
get in the middle, like going back to where your pin's covering up like the whole a third of the target. Nine, the or, whole yellow Yeah, dot. the whole yeah. yellow. It's like, ooh. I don't know. Is, am, I, am I in it? I uh, think I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, uh, anyway. That's yeah. about it from me, man. I think uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, photography on the side, so that's been... But that's not really related to Rugged Arts. Just... I'm thinking, you know, Rugged Arts, I'm glad you brought that up. The name of the YouTube channel is The Rugged Arts. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I want to do some videos at home of leather work and post them. Yeah. So well, that was the original I've got a couple concept. ideas. Yeah, it was. You're right. I have a couple ideas, uh, some projects I, I want to do that are fairly simple and won't take up a whole lot of time. So if you follow us on YouTube, be on the lookout for that. Those, uh, those will be coming here in the not too distant future because I'm just gonna do them up real easy. Yeah, and just to reiterate, the, the rugged arts concept was that me and Dustin both have different artistic outlets, right? I mean, we right. have, you know, I'm a more of a woodworker or wood burner and photographer and Dustin's leatherworking and other insanely cool stuff. You could just say jack of all trades. It's, Pretty much, yeah. Whatever. So, you know, we might, maybe we'll run a couple of, uh, like mini series about those different things yeah like for one video i was saying i've got an old belt that i i got from uh, my grandpa made this belt for my great grandpa and so it's got tom on the back you know the one that's got the bow hunter belt buckle oh yeah, yeah yeah that one needs some refurbishing sure so i think i'm gonna do like a refurbishing or update the belt type video where i show a... what it looks like and then i'm like you, you see me break it down, take it apart, and like clean it up, and then new yeah, yeah. lacing, whatever, kind of dress it up, make it look nice. That'll be cool. Mm -hmm. Just uh, watch me do it, not necessarily a tutorial. Just a... Yeah, yeah, something short, yeah. but fun. Um, I have a project I'd love to collab or just have you do. <laughs> I, I drew out this, uh, my, my grandfather was Army, and he was a, a VUM, a veteran of underage military service, VUMs. So he went in at like 16. Oh, okay. Like 15 and a half. 16. Your grandpa, you said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's Vietnam era. Like mm -hmm. World War II. Yeah, World War II, yeah. Um, and he actually fought, and it was crazy. And he just, he's got, he was a really cool dude. Well, he passed um, about two years ago, a year and a half ago. Um, and he had all these leather belts. And he had a little leather working kit I didn't know about. And I was like, oh, he's kind of into this. Okay. And I found these really cool leather belt buckles where it's a piece of metal on the inside and then you sandwich it in leather yeah i have around. a bunch of those yeah. you do mm -hmm. so uh i took one of his that was just about destroyed and traced it out and i drew up this really cool like pair of dog tags with his name on it and his you know like service dates and i put you know u.s army and atf because he did atf after he got out and so i want to create a a belt buckle. Belt buckle, kind of. That'd be kind of cool. Big old nod to Grandpa. Yeah, I got like a whole little plastic coffee can of blanks. I'm I made a belt buckle and a belt for that ripcord arrow rest. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've made one. I've made one leather belt. I mean, I bought a belt that was all you know a blank, and then but I tooled the whole thing and I dyed it and finished it and burnished it and the whole thing. It looked great. It looked like a basket weave. I put my name on the back. It was pretty savage. And then I went to Wet Buffalo and got drenched. And threw destroyed my, it. It's the only event I didn't have never I didn't finish. I got three quarters of the way through. We came up by the parking lot as part of the course, and I was just I'm done. I'm soaked through. <laughs> I'm done. 
threw it in the case, went home, ADD kicked in and forgot to clean out my case and went back like a month later and there was just a green snake where my belt used to be. Yeah. Like, oh, damn it. Yep. That'll happen. Yeah, anyway, we're just rambling now, so we will probably see y'all in the next episode. Yeah, in another month or two. No, we'll try to get back <laughs> a little quicker than that. I hope no. so. Um, well, this worked out good. I mean, It's nice and quiet here. We're at TSC right now yeah. in the picnic area, and uh, it's real quiet today. It must not... Like, I haven't really heard any shooting. No, it's been good. And, uh, you know, Amazon's being nice and quiet for us. <laughs> all right. So. All right. All right, man. I guess uh, we'll... we'll pick this up at another time do something different you got what do you think we should do in the next episode well it depends on when the next recap or should we try and have a guest should we try and search out a guest maybe that could be cool someone who's older than one (laughs) you know like the the stimulating conversation of an 18 month old i feel it's a little one-sided yeah a little bit yeah yeah man a guest would be cool you got someone in mind uh, you know what? We could have the Ridgeline guys on. That'd be cool. Because I've been over there. Yep. You know, maybe we could have them on our thing and we could just BS kind of like we're doing right now about, you know, hunting and life and, you know, different yeah. goals as far as been hunting in the outdoors and who knows what, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds, we could talk about, if we did it, let's see, this is, what is this? This is October. So if we do it at the end of October, we could talk about their recent uh, bird hunting adventures. That might be kind of cool because I haven't done any bird hunting. Other I'd than like, like to, a though. couple grouse. Yeah, I would too. I'd like to go duck hunting. Maybe we can maybe we can talk Sandana into it. Ooh. Like taking us out like a guide. If not, my uh, brother-in-law is an avid duck hunter. Like Sweet. Bags out. So we have avenues. Yep. To pursue. I like it. Cool. Deal. Rugged arts out. Rugged arts out. <laughs> yeah, remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe. And there you have it, folks. Another episode concludes. For more cool entertainment, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. Be sure to give us a like and a share. If you're looking to contact us directly, we can always be reached by email. The Rugged Arts at Yahoo.com. Be sure to tune in next week. But for now, this is Dustin and Dave. And remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe.